Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. I don't know about you, but I love traveling. Whether it's a local day trip, a weekend getaway, or a long vacation, traveling is a lot of fun because we get to see new things all around us that we haven't seen before. Or similarly, when the holidays come, our birthdays arrive, we get new toys, we get new clothes, and it's so exciting. Or when we get to try a new restaurant or go over to someone's house and have a home-cooked meal cooked for us, it can be really interesting and exciting to explore these new things. Or we may do some repair to our home and make it look prettier. Or we may be out and about in life and meet a new friend and all the excitement that comes with this newness. Or we may be single and meet a new partner and all the wonders and joys that come from a new love. All this newness is truly wonderful, but there is a caveat here. There's something we need to be aware of that can cause us suffering and not let us be happy. What is that? There really are two problems that come with this. The first one is, as we can imagine, is a constant questing, a seeking for new things. We just keep doing more and more, having more experiences, and until we have new ones, we're just not satisfied. We're never satisfied because once we have one experience, we want another, then another, then another. It's much like an addiction, if you think about it. I mean, I don't know if you've ever met a heroin addict, but I have. And they'll tell me how when they have that first high, it's such an incredible experience that they'll do anything to get it again. It's called chasing the high. They'll keep trying to do heroin over and over again, but they just can't replicate that first high. And we do that with things. We get an experience, perhaps we get a new home, a new car, a new love. And very quickly, we want something different because we get acclimated, we get used to it. We can very easily become addicted to newness because we need that excitement, that thrill. And not that there's anything wrong with newness, but when it keeps us from living well and finding happiness because we're always questing, we're always looking for that next thrill, then we're not living well. We're living poorly because life is passing us by. I mean, let's reflect on our own life. Let's think about perhaps the first car we ever got, the first home we ever purchased, the first time we graduated from a university or school, high school. We're so excited about that. Then very quickly, we move on to the next thing. If we like cars, we may purchase one after another after another and never feel satiated, never feel quite full because we just can't wait till the new thing comes out. It can be so exhausting and it just never can be fulfilled because we keep trying new things and then we want the next and the next and the next. It's utterly exhausting in the end because we just are never satisfied. Or when we are satisfied, it's very fleeting. We'll feel happy for a day, a week, a month, but then it passes and we want the next thing, the next thrill, the next excitement. I think this is why a lot of people in Hollywood end up going to drugs and alcohol addictions because, I mean, I'm not sure, but I think they hit most of the thrills that most people are looking for. They have great careers where people adore them. They make lots of money. They live in beautiful homes. They drive great cars. They get to travel the world. So with all that, why in the world would they have to turn to drugs and addictions? Why do so many of them end up becoming addicts? It's because they want to keep that thrill going and stuff just doesn't do it. 
people don't do it. So drugs can do it for a while. But of course, we all know that drugs and alcohol comes with a lot of side effects and they get those side effects and then they suffer. So it seems pretty clear that needing new things all the time can have a lot of negative consequences to it. But what is the other negative consequence of needing newness all the time? It's the fact that we miss out on what is. We may have the most beautiful children at home, the most lovely spouse, but we'll seek elsewhere because it isn't new anymore. And so when we go home, we're bored. We don't like what we have at home anymore. Or we have a home that's, again, that we really liked before, but because now we've become accustomed to it, we don't see it anymore. Or at a deeper level, let's say nature. I think being in nature is so healthy for us. But you get a person in nature who's been there before, and he or she will be bored with that experience because they don't see the bird flying in the air anymore. They don't see the tree in its newness anymore. Instead, they're looking for the next thrill, the next excitement, and the beauty of what is passes them by. So how do we, instead of seeking new things, see things new? The first thing we have to do is to be aware. We have to be aware that this is what we do. And merely by being aware that we quickly stop seeing things because they're not new will help us to begin to see things new. It's that awareness knowing that, oh, I'm missing out on life because I'm always needing that next new thrill that is causing me from missing out on what is right now. So because I do that, and now I'm aware that I do that, I'm going to stop and look and be with what is. And then a whole new universe will blossom up before us because though it's there, we're missing out on it. We know that happens all the time. We see people that clearly clearly are having a beautiful experience with life and we're grumpy, we're unhappy, we're not having that experience. It's because they're seeing things with different eyes than we are. If we see things with new eyes, we too then will experience things much more deeply and richly. It's really one of the paths and goals that we should strive to go down all the time where we stop, we pause, we look, we listen, we feel. Pausing with awareness can help us to see things new. Not see new things, but see things new. Because when we so quickly fly by and aren't present, we miss out on life. So merely by having the awareness that we don't do this, that we're not seeing things new, will help us to begin to see them. The next thing we can do is stay out of the past. Because when we go to the past, we're going to quickly compare and contrast. And yes, the past may be better, the past may be worse. But what the past will do, it will keep us from living in the now and seeing what is right now. This can be a little harder to do. But sometimes, almost pretend there is no past. All there is is right now. And whatever was really doesn't quite exist because all we know is right now. And if we're able to do that even a little bit, then we're going to see things with new eyes, see things new instead of comparing and contrasting to what we saw before. Because when we compare and contrast 
we so quickly stop seeing. And the way to see things new is by not comparing and contrasting to the past, but instead stopping, pausing, looking, experiencing for the very first time. And when our mind wants to compare and contrast, just say, no, this is all there is right here, right now. I'm going to pause and look at this beautiful flower. I'm going to pause and look at that child's beautiful face. I'm going to pause and really taste the food that's in my mouth right now and enjoy it richly because that's all there is right now. And when we do that, when we don't compare to the past, we will begin to see things new. The next thing we can do is not compare and contrast to the future. When we think about the future, we're thinking about goals and things we're going to achieve and nicer homes, nicer cars, nicer relationships we're going to have someday. But in the process of looking to the future, we're not, again, living in the here and now. We are missing out on what is because we're working towards what might be. And no one knows what might be until it happens. And if we are focused on what might be, then we're clearly missing out on what is. How many people work towards goals, whether personal, professional, relationship goals, that miss out on what's happening right now because they're so focused on something being different and wanting things to be different that they don't live now there are so many people over the years that I've worked with as a clinical psychologist that aren't living well because they're working towards some goal. They're killing themselves to reach some goal so that someday they can live well. Why not live well now? And the way we do that is, again, the future is incredibly precarious. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if tomorrow we're going to be dead, tomorrow we're going to fail. We just don't know. Tomorrow we won't have what we have today. So if we again get back to the present here and now, we'll love what is so much better because we're not again comparing, contrasting to the future. Instead, we're living in the now. And in the now, without comparing and contrasting, life is beautiful because we see things new. So how do we do this? How do we see things new instead of looking for new things all the time? I want to talk about something that I do every day that I find beautiful, enjoyable, and helpful. I really enjoy flowers and one of my favorite flowers is orchids. So I almost always have orchids in my home and they're on my kitchen table where I have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So when I get up in the morning and have breakfast, I sit down and I look at those orchids every day and I see them as if for the first time. And yes, they're beautiful. And yes, I'd seen them the previous day. And I'm sure I've seen them thousands of times over my life. But I pause and I look at them again and see their beauty and let that beauty sink deep within me. And this is as if I've never seen them before. And I'm just taking in their color their geometry, their design, their delicacy, truly taking in the beauty as if for the first time. We can do the same. We can have things in our lives, times in our life during our day where we stop and we pause 
and we look and we really do pretend as if we've never seen this thing before and really look at it, look at it again and then look at it again and then look at it again, not comparing, not contrasting, not focusing on what's going to happen, not comparing to what did happen, but just being with what is right now. When we do that throughout the day, little pockets throughout the day, with time, our life truly becomes full and rich with beauty because we see things new. And instead of having to travel the world or get new things, which are fine, but if we're not able to, we can still see what is in our life as if for the first time. And that way, enjoying our lives so much better because people miss out on what is. I remember once years ago, I went on vacation to Michigan and I thought it was so beautiful. But so many people said, if you're from California, what are you doing traveling in Michigan? It's so boring here, they said. And because I had new eyes, I'd never been there before. I actually thought it was gorgeous. I mean, not everyone that lived there thought it was unattractive because it wasn't. It's a beautiful state. And I encourage all of us to go there. But having new eyes keeps us to see things new. So we could be living on the ocean in California, seeing the ocean every day, but never seeing it. We could be living in the most beautiful palace in the world and missing out. We have the most beautiful children, the most wonderful spouse, and really not know them because we're accustomed to them, because we're not seeing them new. And the great thing about this is it really doesn't matter what happens in life, whether we succeed greatly or just eat by life, whether we live in a beautiful home or rent a small apartment for our entire life, whether we have to take the bus or whether we have an expensive luxury car. It just doesn't matter whether we get to travel the world or be in our hometown, our home state, our entire lives, and maybe never go further than 10 miles from where we were born. It doesn't matter when we see things new, wherever we are, life will be beautiful. We just need to be able to see things new. Thank you for joining me on the Happiness Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about the world of happiness, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. If you are enjoying these podcasts, I'd love a review from you. If you go to the site, you'll see in the left-hand column a little red box, which stands for Yelp, and another box, which is G+, that stands for Google+. Just click on one of those buttons, and you can leave a review there. It'd be greatly appreciated. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. You've seen it for yourself. Maybe you've even felt it as you walked into your company's office today. You can tell that your employees are gloomy, discontent, and just plain unhappy. And it's affecting your business. Sales are gradually slipping, expenses are rising, and profits are sliding away. As a result, your vision as CEO is undermined, your system is frustrated, and it's leaving your customers wondering what's going on. The worst part is the fun that you used to have running your company is rapidly fading. It makes sense, and it's not your fault. 
Dr. Robert Puff has seen the same cycle of negativity throughout his 30 years of psychology. He's tackled the true causes of unhappiness and has helped people improve their lives in important ways with simple solutions. And he's ready to bring those solutions to your company. Dr. Puff's custom workshops quickly target the root problems of your team's negativity, and his proven techniques create a catalyst for positive change in their attitudes. After attending one of Dr. Puff's workshops, people have said they feel a massive weight has been lifted from their shoulders. He presents a fascinating three-hour seminar to your employees that helps them find true happiness in life and at work. And he's willing to present it twice in one day to reach more of your people, and they're left with exercises they can do to keep their positive energy and happiness at full tilt. A happy company is a successful one. Contact Dr. Puff today to discuss your company, your challenges, and the solutions that can make the difference. 714-337-4889 or email drpuff at cox.net. That's 714-337-4889 or drpuff at cox.net. 